Welcome to Making Connections, a WMMT series on diversifying our future. The weeks-long Blackflow Miners blockade in Harlan County has breathed new life into conversations about coal's place in the eastern Kentucky economy. One person who spent time at the blockade was Scott Shoup, a former coal miner who now works in renewable energy and energy efficiency. I spoke with Scott about his experience as a leader in the coal industry and what made him want to move on. I started um, in the coal industry in January of 1995. And, um, you know, I started just like anybody else does, you know, with just a 40-hour training class and, you know, no experience. Um, And started shoveling belts. I tell you, I got my first job in the mines. I have been aggravating people to death. I mean, this is the mid-90s, Arch is shutting down and leaving our area. So get on in the coal industry at that time. It was really, really tough. But like I said, as soon as I got my five years in, I got my foreman's papers. And, you know, I started um, pre-shifting, doing fireball stuff. Then I bossed on the section on productions. And then I bossed on the section on move crews and... You know, then just as time progressed, you know, I just moved up to mine foreman and superintendent. And and then when, um, you know, Alpha sold up, I sold out, I took a uh, a job over a production efficiency group for them that traveled throughout the entire company. I guess I just wonder, yeah, can you talk a little bit about what you learned about the coal industry by, by being a, a leader in it? With some people, man, just, you know, cutting corners, it just becomes a norm because everything from the top down is all about, you know, production and numbers and, you know, um, you got to meet, you know, you got to meet quota or you don't stay in your job. And, you know, that's that's just how the coal industry's always been. And I guess that's the reason why that it does have somewhat of a a bad reputation is that, you know, people people are mistreated and people, you know, their safety is neglected. And, you know, I've seen a lot of that firsthand, you know, in places that I worked with and visited in West Virginia. Uh, more so than I had ever seen it here. And then when I went to Alabama, I mean, it was horrible. And, you know, and that was a lot of the reason why that that I chose, you know, to, to leave the industry. And then, you know, plus with that, you know, uh, being a superintendent in other positions, I mean, you get a lot of that, um, you know, you get a lot of the blunt force on, you know, the emails and the, the calls, you know, and the just the constant hassle of, you know, why ain't you doing this? Why don't you have this done? You know, and I've been in situations where that, um, you know, I've I told, uh, you know, people that worked under me, uh, you know, not to not to set a feeder or, you know not to do something this way and then you know you have uh other management management higher than me you know come in and and force people to do things you know that are unsafe you know i mean i've seen that you know time and time again 
and then you, you know, you, myself, I push back a lot, you know, and, you know, would tell people, you know, that I'm not making guys do that, that it is unsafe. And, you know, it, it just becomes a constant attack to where that, um, you know, you're fighting with other management more than you're accomplishing anything. And that's how it was for me. I mean, it got to the point to where I spent all of my time defending myself and my men. And I knew that, you know, it was just a matter of time before they they found a way to push me out. You know hmm. what I mean? It's just so interesting to me to think about, like, you know, little little Scotty in the basement of the house, so excited to grow up and be a miner, you know, like playing coal miner right. under the house, to, you know, college-age Scott, who's like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and do something else. I'm going to start my own business, to, you know, spending years, years, like, trying to, you know, doing well, rising in the ranks, um, evidently, I mean, like, evidently doing well to, to be promoted so many times. Um, and now to feeling like, um, your focus on, on, you know, safety and regulations makes you, um, a liability. So how are you, like, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking, you're seeing all these unsafe practices. How does, how does this all change, like, the way you thought about, I don't know, your uncles growing up or, the work that all the men in your community did, how is this changing the way that you think about the whole economy here? If we don't get some other industry in here, then, I mean, these these towns are going to sink. I mean, they're going under. I mean, we have, we're in dire need of some other industry. I mean, people can sit and argue all they want about, you know, liking coal, disliking coal, but Anybody that has any direct, true knowledge of the coal industry knows that it's not a profitable long-term business. It's it's not. I mean, and all of that started years ago when all this technology and, you know, and all the other advances in the mining industry, that all comes with a price, you know. And so, I mean... I think it's inevitable that, I mean, we need industry here yesterday. It's no different than putting a dog inside a fence. And every time you go by the fence, you open that door and kick it. Eventually, that dog's going to bite you. I mean, it's no different. These people you're talking to just haven't, they haven't hit that experience. It's just like drug addicts and alcoholics. When, when they find out for themselves that they're at rock bottom, they make a change and get help. And it's the same thing with the coal industry. When the coal industry takes enough from people, then they'll change their mind and they'll see the same thing I've seen. When You know, that's just like this ordeal that people's going through over there. This is the first time that I've ever talked to people associated with the coal industry that are saying it's over you know when stuff directly affects you and your pocket you start paying attention to it we can't take what people have spent their lives working for just take it away from them we can't do that to people that's not american 
That was Scott Shoup of Harlan County. For WMMT, I'm Sydney Bowles. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.